Hello and welcome back to The Girl and the Gay Podcast. Podcast. Hi Arnold. Hi Riley. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Can you believe this is episode four now? No. And I feel like the week between us recording feels like an eternity. An eternity. I feel like I haven't seen you in months, but it's literally been a week. And I'm kind of like... We don't really talk like chit chat during the week. No, because I feel like we try to save everything like when we see each other for this. And I feel like that's why it feels so long in between. Um, So we have a fun topic today. Okay. I think the topic we're going to talk about today is all things like influencers because you and I are both influencers, but on Mm -hmm. different capacities. Yes. And I just want to like give people insight on what it's like to be an influencer because I don't think unless you're in the industry, people don't understand what it's like to be an influencer. Yes. And honestly... Like, when I first started doing this, it wasn't, like, influencer wasn't a thing. Like, I was a blogger. Yeah, because you started years ago. Like, 10 years ago. Yeah. Okay, before we get into that, though, I have, like, a curveball random question okay. that I've been and waiting to, like, ask you. And I have a random question for you. Okay, perfect. Okay, so my question is because – and I hope that my brow girl, Amy, listens to this okay. at the Lashery because we had this conversation the other day, and I literally looked at her and wanted to flip a table, and I looked at her <laughs> like she had four eyes because I was like, you're weird. Because to me, this was weird. And I actually asked someone else this question today, okay. and she thought she was on my side. Okay. So – Gotta sit up straight for this. Yes. So when it comes to soup, okay, do you eat your soup or do you drink your soup? Oh, I eat my soup because, like, if it's a soup, I want like stuff in it. Like, right? I'm not like if it's a broth, but that's drinking. But, like, well, because soup. like we were talking about soup, and she was like, "Oh yeah," because like the other day I was like drinking my soup, and I was like, "What are no. you talking about drinking your soup?" And she was like, "You know, like it was," but she was talking about how it was like a tomato like soup. So she was. That's like all broth. So right. So I guess for that it makes sense. But I was still just like, no. Even I guess for me, I've just always soup in my mind. There's soup and spoon. Mm -hmm. Those two go together to equal soup. Yeah. And so, like, even if it's just tomato soup, which I can't have, would would literally my my insides would like flip out. (laughs) It's like the worst thing for you. Yes. But like, even if it's like chicken broth or anything like that, I still use a spoon. I don't feel like. But she was telling me she was like, yeah, but they have these Campbell's cups. Yeah, I was about to mention this. And I was like. Yeah, but it's just the concept. I think that's like the rare exception because it's like a coffee cup, like with soup in it, and you're you really do. Drink she was that. a gal, like I'll be driving Have on the road and I drink before? it. Yes, I've seen them, but it's just like it's still just the concept to me is so weird, weird to drink your soup. Yeah, especially like driving in the road with that. I mean, oh my I gosh, get it. I remember. I get. Yeah, it's I get like it. But smoothie. I remember years ago when I was working in fitness full time. I was working at a local studio here, and this guy came up from like Atlanta for the day, and he was going around to different studios and just trying to like get the name of his brand out more. Yeah. And at the time, I don't think it, the brand ever took off. Okay. But the brand was called Choose. Okay. The juice you could chew. No. So, yep, already. So it, no. like he comes no. and brings us samples. No. And it's juice, <laughs> like in like juice containers, but at the bottom of the juice was little like particles and crumbs and like like stuff at the bottom of the juice container. And so you can see it. And so we were like, okay. And he's like, I'd love like, – he basically was trying to pitch it to us to see if we would carry it in like our mm-hmm. refrigerators at the gym. And we sample it because he was like, it's a juice you can chew because you drink the juice, but then everything at the bottom is meant to stay there. And then you chew that up and then you eat it. And I was like, what? He was like, because people like when you juice stuff, you get rid of so many of the good stuff you need to be eating like at the bottom of like the blender and stuff. That's what I put in there because it's like you chew that up at the end. And I was like, juice is made to be drunk. You drink it. You don't chew your it's juice. If I wanted to chew it, that's a meal. Yeah. It's a fucking snack. That's not a that's it's not, not juice. I'll call it. Yes, it's yeah, not no. juice. No, that's not okay. I don't think he ever made it. And if he did and he's Honestly, listening, I sorry. He, I'm but, sorry. I really hope he didn't. 
I don't ever <laughs> want to see that product in my life. I've never seen it in stores, but um, I just remember sitting here looking at him like, You're, what? No, 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 no. Like if you want all that stuff that's left behind, drink a smoothie. Right. Or eat like some veggies. Like I, no, I don't want juice. Yeah, it was interesting. That's the worst concept. story you've ever told me, by the way. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought you were going to ask your eyebrow girl, ask why my eyebrows always look so bad. Yours? Yeah, I thought that was going to be my curveball. Why? I like get, I forget to like look closely at my eyebrows sometimes. And then like I'll be at a red light and like look in the mirror. And like, for, I guess because like the natural lighting. Oh, the natural light always hits really different. See, and I'm like, fuck. Well, I don't trust myself with like my brows. So I have to go to her every few I know. weeks. I used to have a really great brow girl, but she was kind of far from my house. And I. Oh, I will drive for brows. Well. But thankfully, Apparently she's seven down the street, seven minutes down the street. So, okay, you said you had a question for me. What's oh, your question? yeah, it's kind of related. Well, not to soup, but to browse. <laughs> okay. If you could only do like one beauty, like procedure, skin, like, well, I guess skincare, not skincare, like beauty procedure, like brows, lashes, hair color, Botox, lip filler, like, what would you pick for the like, rest of your life? It's, you only get one. Oh, I only get one for the rest of my life. Yeah. Oh, shoot. I would probably have to say Botox. Yeah. Only because like I started at 26, which for some – at that time it felt early for me, but now I know 20-year-olds that are starting. And I, I think got that's it way too 23. Soon. Yeah. And I mean everyone's different. Yeah. Everyone starts at a different age. But I started for preventative issues or preventative reasons. Yeah. I'm so used to seeing my face with Botox with like little to no movement. Like I still have natural movement. I can move yeah. my brows. I can smile. I can do that stuff. But I've it's it. There's no wrinkles. Yeah. I don't think I'd ever want to go back to seeing it with wrinkles. I know. I that's probably what I would choose would be Botox because I, I can Botox like I'm like I could I could color my own hair. Like if I couldn't go get my brows done or go get my hair done and stuff like that, I'd figure it out. But yeah. I can't inject my own Botox. No, 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 no. And I think like Botox makes me look like more awake and like alive. Where, and like I care. Yeah. <laughs> the thing that sucks is like when I was pregnant with Foster and stuff, I mean I did I didn't have it for like almost two years. Yeah. So I guess I could like live without it. But, but if you had to choose, you don't Yeah, want to I like it. my face better with it. Yeah. Yeah, but I do like to get my hair colored too. So same now. Yeah, <laughs> that would be a, a tough weeks. one. <laughs> Excuse me. I want um, people to tell us if they think they drink or eat soup, and then what their beauty. Yes, let us know. Be. Like, comment, DM. And I know so many girls who like don't color their hair, don't get Botox, and they're like, beautiful. I can't. I'll never be that girl. Oh, it's not me. But I am not that I girl. But I think was. it's great. It's a great like low maintenance. Right. Um. Okay. So when it comes to like being an influencer. I'm considered a micro influencer because mm -hmm. I have right under 5,000 followers. Okay. And you're considered like an actual like regular influencer because you have over 10,000. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I think so. Like, I guess. I accept that. I guess. Yeah, you're like, yeah. sure. Yeah, I will take that title. <laughs> yeah. um, so like having worked in the social media world and having – I've worked a little bit in the influencer marketing world with clients and like having mm -hmm. to like hire – like I think I've hired you as an influencer for yeah. some brands around town. And vice versa. Yes, yeah. exactly. And vice versa. But it's like – so many brands. I feel like it used to be the thing where brands only looked at you if you had a hundred thousand followers or more for anything. Yeah. And now brands are starting to realize that it doesn't really matter how many followers you have; it's True about your engagement. engagement rate. Yeah. And especially for like a micro influencer, most of the time micro influencers only influence in their city. Yeah. So like for me, I influence a lot in Chattanooga, mm -hmm. and I still like to this day. Like I had this conversation with my mom a few weeks ago where I was like. I'm going to be honest with you, mom. I said, I don't know why people trust what I post. <laughs> I'm like, I'm thankful for it. I was like, but I don't – like what makes me so trustworthy that so people I've, believe yeah. in what I'm posting? And she's like, I don't watch your stuff, obviously. She's like, but I just know you. 
Yeah. She's like, and I know that you are very honest and you're yeah. very authentic and genuine. And I think that's probably why people gravitate towards you have to what you have to say. Yeah. Is because you don't like BS it. I also think I think you and I are both the same as that we really enjoy like creating content, sharing. Yes. Like it's not about the money for us. Mm-hmm. Um and so I feel like people can tell the authenticity of like yes. we actually share stuff that we're like interested in or we care about. But we also share our lives on a day to day basis mm-hmm. without brand partnerships at yes. all. You know, and there I feel like I can I've can quickly tell when an influencer or when someone is starting to get brand deals because every post yeah tags a, a specific brand yeah and then it's like okay girl we get it like yeah you, like calm down and at that point i feel like you're like you're just in it for the money you're not as yeah you like aren't as trustworthy because you're like well what are they paying you and and it's not always like that not every person's like that because no. Everyone has their own unique style of influence. Yeah. And like just because you post about a brand doesn't mean you don't love them or right. use them. Like Oh my gosh, like if some of the brands that I love worked at reached out to me to work with them or like wanted to pay me to post, I'd be like, Bro, like I'm already posting for you for free. Yeah. So like if you're gonna pay me to do it, I'd be even more eager to do it. You yeah. Know? Which but, I've had a brand that um I love. you've worked with like bigger brands than I have. So I'd love to like so know what it's like it's also it has changed so much over the years and i think my like level of how much work i've done like i've been kind of in a phase of like not working as much because i like with foster not being in school full-time and it is a full-time no matter what anyone says it's a full-time job like, yes yeah. influencing is a there's a job. way to do it um you know where it's like part-time and things like that but you're not going to be making you know as much money right. it's just like any other job right um so my like i used to definitely make more money off of it but i shared a lot more like brand centric posts where Uh now i share like a lot of just like my life yeah um but recently i had a brand reach out to me and it was a really small partnership um and it was a brand that i love like it'd be a dream to like continue to work with them Mm -hmm. so i went like I think they only needed like a static post, which if you don't know what that is, it's like basically just a photo on your Instagram feed. And I like went above and beyond and made like a great like reel for them and like stories. Like it was, and I looked at the Because you naturally love the brand. And you're like, I I I wanted to do well. I was like hoping to gain more for like a continued partnership. Um, And it, nothing ever happened. And I was really frustrated because I you can look at the hashtags for the campaign and see what other people did, yeah. and it's not. I mean, they could reach out to me again in the future, but it wasn't like they reached out immediately and was like they weren't Let's like oh my god, this. yeah, yeah, exactly, which is what I was hoping for. Um, and it was fine because I still enjoyed like what I posted and stuff, and like my follow, like my readers, like and like liked it too. So it was exciting, but I was disappointed I didn't get more from it. Yeah. So yeah, I so I like I do a lot of work locally in town with a lot of brands and I do a lot of partnerships where it's like a trade. So yeah. like I will get more eyes on you mm-hmm. if in, in return you give me something a service in return. Yeah, it's like something's reciprocated, something there's a transaction involved. Now I actually like this made me think the other day because someone the way they worded the conversation, they thought that I was making a lot of people tend to think that I, most of the money that I make comes from influencing, mm-hmm. which is I'm going to be, this is like completely transparent over the course of the last three years, profit wise, what I've made from any kind of post, I think I told it up the other day, it may be $1,500 that I have actually made as income yeah. from any kind of post on Instagram. Yeah. So it's not my money maker. No. 
but it is my connections. It is my network. And yes. it is like where I get a lot of free stuff in return and trade, but I don't make money. I'm not, I'm not there yet. I'm not yeah. working with brands. The only brand I've actually worked with that has paid me, which was so such for me, such a, like a random brand. Cause I was like, this has nothing to do with like what I post, but I do guilty pleasure enjoy it exactly don't talk about saying. it yeah. is mcdonald's yep but it's the mcdonald's of greater tennessee so it's the local mcdonald's that they own all of the ones in like chattanooga nashville mm-hmm. all like the tennis basically almost all of them in tennessee they own most of them and they reached out as like a local partnership because they wanted yeah. to like drive business to the ones here and i've done like three posts with them and they paid me for those um but it's funny because those also have like the highest engagement when it comes to shares yeah because people share the video because i I, in my head i feel like people are sharing them because they're like look at this little bitch over here (laughs) posting about mcdonald's we know that motherfucker don't even like i'm like i like mcdonald's it's just my guilty pleasure and i don't talk about it a lot i have a question if you could see if someone came like a genie came to you and was like i will show you every single share and like what the message was (gasps) would you look at it no as much as I would want to, as much as I would want I think to, kill me. I don't think I would because I don't. I don't think I'm strong. At, like, yeah, I'm like, but I also don't really care. At the end of the day, like, I get I, curious sometimes. I'm yes, I was gonna say I'm curious, but I don't care. At the end of the have, day, like, you could you could share it because you're like, oh my gosh, this actually made me hungry. We should go get this oh, or, yeah. or whatever. Or, or like, even like, I, look how cute his shoes are. Or like, yes, or whatever it ran- is. Sometimes I will share something to somebody, and so it's random shit. Like, has nothing to do with even the video. Exactly. It yeah. could be like the video could be talking about something else, and I'm like, oh my god, did you see the blue doors on their like yeah. in the background? Like, I love that blue door. So yeah. it's like. I don't really even care what the, I don't know. I don't, I think I don't need to sometimes. know. I don't need to yeah, know. When- I am curious because there are some posts that I do and I'm like, why did that get 26 shares? Yeah. What are y'all talking about on that post? Um, Over la- like since last week, I posted like pictures of Foster opening his birthday present. Yes, And there was sweetie. like this really cute picture of like Foster and RJ looking at each other in, uh-huh. the, in the Barbie house in the background. Yeah. And some people shared it. And I'm like, where are they sharing it? Like, oh, she gave her son a Barbie house. Right. You, well, then that's kind of why I don't, I try not to like get curious about it because I'm like, my, our minds immediately yeah. go to like somebody's sharing it for negative reasons. Because there are people who like will comment negative. Like there's so yes. many people who just say the worst shit. Like I thankfully, I think I've only ever received like one negative comment on like a post. I've gotten some negative comments before, but not like. We also have a bigger following. So not you, as many too as you would think. Like I feel yeah. like I've gotten, like people are pretty nice. And I had I, a TikTok, I call, I call him a TikTok troll. I had this dude on TikTok. What did Post, you say? Like I posted a video months ago. I mean, like back when my like I only yeah. have four hundred followers on TikTok. So yeah. and I mean, this is back when maybe I had like three hundred followers on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Still not not too long ago. But I posted a video and I was wearing these sunglasses that have like a yellow lens, like an orange lens or whatever. He ignored completely what my video said, and he was like. Ew, are we still wearing orange lenses in 2023? And then this other girl um, commented under him and she was like, ew, are we still making fun of people in 2023? And then someone else like made fun of me losing my, the fact that I was like, because at this time I didn't have blonde hair. So you could see my receding hairline really bad. And someone was making fun of like my hairline. And I was like, so crazy. Hi, I'm right here. Yeah. Could you imagine if someone came up to you and was like, oh, are we still wearing orange sunglasses in 20? Like, I wish a bitch would. No one I wish a bitch would come up to me while I'm rocking my orange shade. I know. And try to say something. Cause I'd look at them and be like, who the, who, who, who was you? Yeah. For the, yeah. And I honestly, I feel like, Sometimes I'm like, I'm glad I'm not bigger than I am because I don't know if I would be able to handle it. And that's what I think, like, that's kind of what I wanted to, like, hit on, too, is, like, I don't think, unless you're in the industry, 
people don't know what it's like to be an influencer of any capacity. Yes. You could have 5,000 followers, you could have 50,000, 200,000, and then when you get into the millions, that starts getting even crazy. Like, same thing as you, I don't even know if I'd ever want to get to that level of like following because then everyone is dissecting their mom has an opinion about your life. Yes. Well, because you also you also open it to that. You do open yourself up to those opinions, but it's just like becomes to the point where you're like, oh my God, like do y'all have anything else better to do? And the thing is, is like for the most part, like it's not easy to create like reels and stuff like that. I mean, it's time consuming. Some of these deliverables that I've seen, yeah. I've gotten some of these recently I worked with a brand where up front they just said like we just want you to make a video in return for what we're giving yeah. you, what the service we're giving you. And then like two days beforehand, I got the deliverables, like the actual like agreement, which I didn't even know I was getting one. It was one of those where I thought it was just one of those very, just like, we'll give casual. you this, you give us this yeah. casual. No, it was a whole agreement and there was a whole um, written up process for it. And I was reading it and there, it was very like, not that it was bad, but it's just like, it reminded me of like these agreements can get to the point where it's like, you have to shoot in this quality. It has to be yeah. posted at this certain time. These hashtags. We need three stat. We need one static post, one reel, three stories. Yeah. It can't say this. You have to say that. It can't be explicit. You can't yep. say this word. You have to say this word. And it's just like people they can even like pick the music and things. And like then sometimes that. you have to deliver the content. Wait for approval before you can post. I've it. had to reshoot content yes. before. Yeah. Sometimes you have to reshoot content, and then yeah. I think what a lot of people don't realize too is that I. You could post something today and mm-hmm. not get paid until September. Oh, yeah. A lot of my, um, like, windows for payment are 90 days. Yes. Especially with, like, a f- so um, if you're not familiar, like, two main of the main ways that I feel like influencers get paid is through sponsored posts, which is, like, um, say, like, a Lululemon paid you to post about some leggings. So yeah. they would provide the product and then the payment. And, mm-hmm. then and it'd be, like, a static that. post or a reel yeah. where you're mentioning the product. Or through affiliate marketing, which mm-hmm. is, like, um, if I posted the leggings, and they could have paid me or not, um, and I do a link that has commission on it, and then you get have paid. Have you had any success with that? Yeah. I have not tapped into that until just recently. Yesterday, actually, I posted my Amazon storefront. That is like the first thing that I'm really testing out when it comes to like commission based. Yeah. So I worked with Reward Style, which is like to know it. Yeah. Um, for like nine years now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have not when I, this whole time that I've been influencing, it's never been like my full time focus. Right. Um, because I did work on the other side of things for so long with brands where I did their social media marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think i've mentioned this but i I quit doing that earlier this year but right around that time was when foster got out for summer and my goal was to like really focus on my like personal personal brand yeah Yeah. um but it's you know with summer and foster being so little like i just didn't have any help and so i'm just kind of took the summer off and i'm excited to jump back into it but all that to say um i probably make i guess i'll be transparent here too even a month like this past month i maybe posted like five links uh maybe yeah to that reward style um yeah and i probably uh, made like 150 dollars. like yeah. it's not what people think it is no. I well that's the thing it's like with these like affiliate marketing and these like commission links like you get 10 to 20 i mean amazing would be 30 but normally it's 10 percent. yeah like per- some amazon stuff i like you it could be like a 30 dollar item and i would make like 50 cents off of it. It's like that. it's yeah. 
And well, you got to think. Like, let's just say Lululemon really gave you like a pair of leggings, and they're mm-hmm. like wanting to promote these and sell these. The leggings are one hundred fifty bucks. Even if you get ten percent, that's fifteen dollars a pair of yeah. leggings, which that is actually really good. Like, yes, because if you sell five of them, then it's like getting more. And we more. also have to think like, um, depending on your audience, like the higher the price the item, the less it's gonna. Because like, exactly. not everybody's going to buy Lululemon leggings. We're like, and also like I can't post a MacBook and expect. 10 people to buy yeah. a MacBook. Yeah. God, that'd be great. Even but. my digital camera that like I got a ton of questions about over the summer. And like I that was one of the items I did link. I think I maybe sold one all summer and I probably had 100 DMs about it. Yeah. Um, And it also there's a lot of like now with like apps and like how the links, like how the cookies track throughout yeah. the apps or if you shop in Instagram or if you like just look at the item and then you buy it on your computer later, like things like that we lose commission. Like we don't get it. So. And that's why like, I've never really wanted to get into like affiliate marketing or like that affiliate link per se. I have several brands that have reached out to me and wanted to do that. And they're like, we'd love to partner with you. Mm -hmm. We'll give you a link and it'll be code like our Alexis 10, our Alexis 20. I don't ever see myself doing that. And I've said no for the last like three years because that just to me comes off like for my brand and my personal brand, Mm -hmm. it comes off like, pushy yeah and i don't want to have to depend on that like i don't want to have to depend on selling 50 of your items to that's just that just comes back to me selling and i don't really want to have extra money for me um like like i said i probably you just but you do it naturally because it's where you shop and it works for you and it's it's not like one i've been doing it for so long it's nothing for me like if someone texts me or like keeps me in the link to your microphone it would take me two seconds right to go you have it ready you go yes. that's the nice thing about reward style too is it's not like brand specific like almost every single brand is housed under reward style so i can link like target amazon walmart j crew like any brand through mm-hmm. reward style so that's really nice um and even the months i don't really even try i probably always make like a, at least a hundred dollars right. and then there are months where like especially this like the time of year we're getting into like people are shopping more um, so that'll be like a high pay, higher pay, but it's still not like paying our bills. Like, no. it's I just- mean, there are, now there are some people, I know of this girl, I don't remember her name, but there's this girl in Nashville that like, mm-hmm. I think this was last year when the Stanley cup first came out. Yeah. She literally makes her living monthly and she makes like probably $40,000 oh, a yeah. month just posting the Stanley cups It's so because crazy. somehow she has become branded like the Stanley cup girl to where yeah. people love her and they love the Stanley Cup. So all she has to do is basically post the link to the Stanley Cup a couple times a month and she makes her entire like it's so crazy yearly salary in one month based off of selling these cups. Yeah. I also um I used to have my website and um that's something I like my one of my goals for the fall is to either get back to it. Get my website back or um make a new one. And I was like Pinterest was my largest like social media for a long time. Like I had millions of monthly viewers on Pinterest. Really? I've never gone to the Pinterest world. Um, I w- it was great for me because it took people to my website. So that was like a huge plus for brands because um, I was getting like thousands of eyes on my website every single day. Oh, true. And it was really great too because it was like um, effortless content. Like it wasn't like I was having to post every day. It was mm-hmm. like older stuff. Right. But um, now that that's my website's gone that my Pinterest dropped off. You got to remake a website. That's crazy. I know. I'm, I, yeah. yeah IP. I, I know. Yeah. And it's like, I, and I don't want any of what I'm doing, like what we're talking about today to come off as like ungrateful or like complaining. Cause I know that there's going to be people out there that are like, 
you do social media for a living. That's not a hard job. It's not stressful. You're not out like doing crazy hours. Blah, yeah, blah, I mean, blah. we're not like a brain surgeon. Like, no, definitely. Yeah. Like, I get that I live a very, like, com- not even comfortable. I, I live a very, well, I don't even know what the word I'm trying to say is like, it's a dream job. Yeah, but it's in, still a, a job. in a way, but it's still a job. And yes. that's what people don't realize. Like, I was even talking to someone today about how. Even when I get invited to stuff here in Chattanooga, most mm-hmm. of the time nowadays when I get invited to things, they don't even invite me as like, oh, we'd love for Arnold to come and just like be Arnold and like do his thing. Like they want me to come because they want me to specifically to post about it. Yeah. So then it doesn't even feel like I get to go like enjoy it. And I'm not complaining. I'm still no, no, enjoying no. coming to these events. But it there are some days that I go to these things where I'm like, God, I really wish I could just come and just enjoy it and not have my phone on me and not feel like I have to capture the moment but on the flip side of it i'm like i'm also so thankful and so grateful that i'm here that i get to like talk about this showcase this make a video of it so then it's um it's just it's a double-edged sword yeah well i mean i know exactly what you mean because this past weekend was foster's birthday party Mm -hmm. and we paid for every single vendor like i didn't none of that was collaborations right even trade right um and i was like oh rj didn't take enough pictures for the brands but then i was like you're like, wait, I paid for that. Yeah, like I don't need – I don't owe yeah. them anything other than the check I already gave them. It's just them. something you're so used to. It like, is. It is something yes. I'm so used to. I, fi- I find myself like for the Barbie premiere, mm-hmm. I felt like I had to have the perfect outfit to post about it because it was a Barbie premiere and it was like yeah. this and that. And then I finally was like, just wear the outfit that you want to wear and get a picture if you want to. But it doesn't – just because everyone else yes. is posting about the Barbie premiere yeah. doesn't mean you have to. I will say taking this summer like – I mean, I took the summer off, I guess I'd say. I still posted, but it wasn't, like, um, like it was basically just, like, pictures of, like, me and Foster. Like, nothing, right. you know, like, Just valuable. organic, like, yeah. life stuff. But it did make me realize, like, it's not all about, like, the content all the time. Mm-hmm. No. But if it was – if my family depended on that money, I probably wouldn't be in the – you know, I'm lucky oh, yes. that I don't have – you know, that I was able to take the summer off. Right. And I will say, too, one thing about social media that sucks is, like – if you share like the happy stuff and only the happy stuff, people are like, it's curated, it's not realistic. It's like, fake. But then if you share like if you share like what's negative in your life, people will be like, It's not that bad or like these problems aren't real. It's Someone's like there's always gonna have an opinion. Yeah. And it's very hard to be like just to post and like truly not care what right. people think. Well, even it's like I've realized now just over the last few weeks I've been dissecting like my posts and stuff and just trying to figure out what's working, what's not, mm-hmm. what people like, what they don't. And like the other day I posted this picture. It was like a picture, a selfie of me in the bathroom and like I was wearing this shirt that had like my arms out and it was just like talking about body dysmorphia yeah. and what it's like when you actually like talk down to your body and like we should love our bodies and just like basically talking about the body dysmorphia that I go through on like a regular basis that we all go through and just being yeah. like a vulnerable post. It barely got any engagement, which means to me that people barely like took the time to read the caption, which is fine. I don't like. I'm not gonna lie. I don't think I even saw that post. That's what I'm saying. Be- yeah. Because it didn't have a lot of engagement on it. It didn't get yeah. seen by a lot of people. But I'm like, damn. Like that was like a vulnerable. Like I'm putting it out there. Well, I'm so talking about something like close and dear, yeah. and also like something very that we all like struggle with. I kind of would have expected that one to be like a post where people. Yeah conversed on it and we talked more about it and it was kind of just like i had a couple comments where people were like you look great proud of you and that was it yeah but then if i post like 
Like I posted that outfit from when I went to dinner the other night, which was a cute outfit yeah. with the blazer. With I, know, the, I want that vest. With the vest. That was a Zara and Barbie I know, collab. I'm jealous. Um, with the vest, and I got like 400 plus likes, Isn't a bunch so of shares, crazy? a bunch of comments and stuff. So I'm like, I don't know. It's like one of those things where sometimes it's like, oh, here I am really putting it all out there and vulnerable for yeah. you where I want you to like com- conversate with me about this and let's talk about this topic. And people are like, okay, cute, great, whatever. And then I post like an outfit video and everyone's like, oh my God, let's talk, 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 talk. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, I see what you guys like now. Yeah. I know. Which is fine. But it is frustrating. Yeah. And it's all like, I interact with your stuff all the time. So like, why wouldn't I see all mm-hmm. your posts? Like, I Even like yesterday or today, I posted something about like, oh, but because Featherlane, you know, I partnered with them and they were helping yeah. me like redesign the living room. And I posted about like, oh my gosh, they did all the, like the, you know, they, they came up with this presentation for me, but I'm going to take it with me because I'm moving. Yeah. Somebody commented and was like, wait, you're moving? And I'm like, how, you haven't seen it? No, I know. Sometimes and she was like, I don't know how I haven't seen it. Like, I really <laughs> yeah. haven't. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I know. People are always like, someone asked me the other day, they were like, are you loving your new house? And I'm like, what? What? <laughs> what new house? Yeah, it's dirt. Yeah. <laughs> this is my riddle. Right. Yeah, but I know. I and I get it. Like, I feel like, and sometimes I feel like I'm posting so much and I'm so annoying. But then when I think mm-hmm. about it, like, I think I'm like a little blip on like. Compared to everything the Instagram else. Yeah. World. yeah. And it also comes with a lot of being in, like an influencer of sorts. And I have fought and I, I've told, I've had this conversation with so many people. I have fought the word influencer off. I know. For so I many still, years because there's a stereotype that yeah. comes with it. And I, I hate the stereotype because I feel like once people brand you as an influencer, you become inauthentic. Yep. I still cling to blogger. Which I, but I think you are, I mean, you have always been like, you were one of the OG like, And I really bloggers. like the long form of like a blog post. Like writing a blog post is like one of my favorite things See, in I the world. It. I Ugh. hate it, but you're good at it. Thank you. And I miss it. That's what you. I want to bring up. My goal is to bring back or create a website where um, my personal brand and then my home stuff will live together. Yes. Even though I have two separate like Instagrams and TikToks and stuff for those accounts, they'll all be housed under, housed one, under one website. Roof. Yeah, that'll be good. Yeah. yeah, but it's also like a lot of imposter syndrome that comes with it because you sit there and you compare yourself. It's like you oh, said, yeah. like you clicked on the hashtag of all the other yeah. people making content for the same brand and it, you just compare yourself. You're like, that transition was so much better. Their video quality was better. They oh, did this. So theirs was like all that, like blah, blah, blah. Pictures though. And that's why I'm like, how did they not like my post? And then it's like so crazy. And then you feel like, you know, I wasted like this time and money on this and like, yeah. for what? For what? For what? And for who? And for I know. what? But then um, like the audience and like the people I've met through my Instagram and like the, how nice everyone is, like, when I interact with them and I'm really bad about answering DMs and like, I mean, See, I'm, I'm on the flip side of that. Someone DMs me and I've responded within I have 145 minutes. unread text messages right now. That stresses me out. That's like people I like, kn- like talk to a lot. So, stresses me so yeah. I should be honored that you were texting oh, me. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can look at my phone. I have zero notifications. No, I see, hate having notifications. I'm really but bad. I need to get better at just leaving notifications up and I don't, like I have to remind myself, you don't have to be available yeah. and respond to everybody at every moment of every day. All I the need time. to be a little more available. We just need to like combine ourselves. Yes. Yeah. Because I am too available for people. Yeah, no, I'm not enough. And, um, but when I do talk to people, like they're so nice and mm-hmm. kind and like, same. I love like the girls I've met, like through my, de- like when I actually answer people, like they're so nice. I met a girl at El Primo the other night, like in real life, that I talked to a ton on my mm-hmm. DM. She was so sweet. So like that makes it really worth it. And like right. 
I've had girls like write me emails before, like saying the kindest things and all that is so worth it. But it is like, it's such a weird job too, because like if you're a, um, if you're a teacher and like you have a problem at work or you're stuck or you feel like you like can't advance, I don't know, maybe a teacher's not a good example or whatever, but you have a boss you can go to. You have like Someone, Someone has already solved that issue and you can go to them yes. and they tell you how to fix it. If I don't know how to do something, I well, like – got to figure it out on your own. And honestly, a lot of the other bloggers I've met are not helpful. Like yeah. there are some girls who are really well, nice. at the end of the day, like influencers are out there for themselves. Yeah. Like a lot of them can be friendly and a lot of them will share tips and tricks with you. But yeah. most of the ones you encounter that don't yeah. – that aren't like local or that don't personally know you, yeah, they're not always out to like – be super friendly and help you. Yeah, that's exactly. I had to figure it out. You have to figure it out. I'm in like a Facebook group and I can Google stuff in there, but usually that's like as much help as I'm going to get. Yeah. So that part's really hard too. Like just like, it's like an unknown world. And it is, um, it's weird because at the end of the day, it's all freelance work. So there's Mm -hmm. no consistency when it comes to income. Yep. Consistency when it comes to like brand projects and stuff like that. I mean, I, there's some months where I don't, connect with the brand at all and yeah then there's some months where all of a sudden i've connected with like four or five brands i know and you're like oh like, this stuff. is it we're yes. taking off and I'm yeah. like, wow let's let's freaking go i will say if you are listening to this and you like want to get into influencing the and you need it to be your full-time income you better have time well the best thing that ever came from influencing like career-wise for me was it was kind of my own portfolio um to then be like a social media manager for different clients yeah same um, and yeah. that was a very That's the only steady- reason I've I've like made it into the social media like marketing world. Yeah. Was because I had my platform to be like, here's my yes. here's my portfolio. And I was doing another job when I started influencing. And then once my influencing, um, blogging, whatever you want to call it, like really had like some traction under yeah. it. Not even like I had a ton of followers, but I had like I knew what I was doing and an eye for what I was doing. Then I was able to go to big like companies here in Chattanooga I and mean, be like, look what I did for myself. I can do this. For I can do you. this for you too. Yeah. And that was a, like a great steady income for years, much more so than um, just like blogging for myself. What is your, what is one of your favorite brands you've worked with, whether it's paid or not paid? Hmm. I know mine. Okay. You tell me yours. Me. I think my favorite one that was the most natural, just completely just organic, like true power of social media mm-hmm. was Sorel. Oh yeah, shoe company. Yeah. I don't know if it's Sorrel, Sorrel. I call I it Sorrel. Um, I haven't been corrected, and I've spoken to them before. So it was so natural. I have bought the brand before. I bought it at Chattanooga Shoe Companies where I first mm-hmm. saw it, and I bought like sneakers, and they're the women's sneakers, but they're very like unisex. And I've tagged them and stuff before, but this was probably almost two years ago. I tagged them in a post. And they weren't even like the really the highlight of the picture. It was just like an outfit pic. Yeah. And their creative director for their social media team, like mm-hmm. their market, basically their social media marketing director mm-hmm. found me and DM'd me off of her personal account and, or off of this rel account. I can't remember which one it was. No, her personal account. It was just like, Hey, my name is so-and-so. I love the way you've styled these shoes. Yeah. I'm sure I know the answer to this, but would you be open to us sending you some shoes? And I was like, this is when I had maybe like 3,800 followers, 3,500 followers, yeah. which is not a ton for yeah. like brands like Sorel to yeah. be looking at you. I mean, those brands look for people that have 100,000 followers yeah. plus. And I was like, oh my gosh, like me? Y- yes. Yeah. Like I I, so I would exciting. love that. Yeah. And she was like, pick a couple shoes and we'll send them to you. She was like, and I like, 
what was great about her though her name is tori she's super sweet what was great about her is that i even like reached out to her i have her number i have her email now and we just hopped on a zoom call because i was like i would just love to pick your brain on your side of mm -hmm. being working for such a massive brand and what it's like to work on the social media and the influencer and marketing side and so she was nice enough to literally block out her schedule and oh just gosh. get on a zoom call with me and we just chatted we just chatted about it and, and just sent you shoes the other day again. Didn't yes. They? Yeah. Recently. But so now I have like a continued partnership where she's like, anytime, basically she's like, when you need some new shoes, like a change of season, like, let us yeah. know. We'd love it. And I asked her, I was like, what made you want to like make a partnership with me when I don't have a big following to offer you? Yeah. And she was like, because I'm trying so hard in these last few years to make Sorel such an inclusive brand. Mm-hmm all over and she's like and i love that you were so confident to wear a women's shoe and style it in your own personal way yeah. and i love that you don't look at like the gender roles when it comes to like clothing yeah and i just want to show that more yeah and she's like and i love that and i would love just and so we've just continued a, awesome. a partnership and yeah they sent me some sandals and some like clogs just the other yeah. day i mean this is like probably a few months back but i just recently reposted about yeah. them and they're so comfortable but it's just like one of those just organic yeah. completely organic i don't make any money off of it but it's a great partnership that I'm like, wow. Yeah. Me posting really like worked out. A big brand saw me and believes. And you were yourself. Like yeah, they like, love who you are. Think about it. Yeah. That's yeah. exciting. I like that one. Yes, that's one of my faves. Um, my fa I don't know if this is like a brand that I've worked with, but this was like a really cool experience. Um, I guess it was like five years ago. I was invited to New York Fashion Week with Reward Style. <gasps> no way. Yeah. Do you not know that? No. Yeah. Um, so I got to go. And I actually, oh my God, now the name is like slipping my, I had like a couple brand. I was like very new to what I was doing. Like it was, I don't even think I was married yet. Like I, my friend went with me, she's a photographer and um, like we took the bus from the airport with like all our luggage. Like it was not like a glamorous. <laughs> not what you see now with these, all these no, influencers. No. Like, and honestly, the girl, trips. most of the girls on the trip, like the big influencers were so mean and like rude and like did not they like they always because, say like and that's the stereotype that comes with that those yeah. are the girls and the guys that yeah. make us smaller influencers make people automatically think that we're gonna act that way yeah and they always like these girls i follow and they're like oh they're all about like connection and and like i think you meet girl them in real life and you're like what the fuck yeah it was horrible but the actual like being there for new york fashion week was really cool oh my like God, that's that was fun that's so that's probably the mine. best thing that's ever like Hell yeah. Like come out of it besides like just really truly like for the past like what like six years I've been able to do like what I love and yeah. be home with Foster and stuff like that's a dream but it's definitely been hard too you know. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like the thing. It's like I have had friends in the past that be like, I want to do influencing full time or I want to do what you do. Like I, I hopped on a call with someone a few years ago because they were like, I just want to pick your brain. Like yeah. I love how you do things. And I would want to kind of get to the level of you're at where I don't really care about like making money. I just mm -hmm. want to like make connections with brands and local people. And I told them, I said, look, even though I'm not like making partnerships with massive brands and getting huge paid deals yet, yeah. like yet, it's still a lot of work. Yeah. Like it's, it's a time commitment. It's a lot of editing and time on the back end that people you have don't to truly see. love it to continue to do it for because free. Because it burns you out. Yes. so quickly. There but was I don't a, want to discourage it. Like I, no, I, feel like I think it's great. But I just want people. I want to be bluntly honest and realistic, tell people like yeah. real and be realistic. The world of influencing and the world of social media, when people are like, oh my gosh, you're so lucky you don't work a nine to five. I'm like, no, but I work a twenty four seven. Oh yeah, especially like um when I did like 
a social media for I did it for hotels. Like, yeah. You are not. There's no off. Like especially in a hotel, people are there all the time. Like right. it's not even like they close. It was constant. Like even vacations. Like you can schedule posts, but and like I'm still checking accounts on vacations. Yeah. And I don't know if like a lot of my clients that I've worked with or continue to work with, I don't know if they realize that that like just because I'm out of town and we have scheduled posts doesn't mean I'm not on our page. It doesn't it's, mean yeah, I'm it's not, not like, like you just schedule it and forget I'm still it. DMing people, yeah. I'm still responding to people. I'm still thinking of captions. I'm working on more content yeah. for the future. I'm editing videos that will be our next You're few forwarding, posts. Like I always was like forwarding, like we'd get a guest like in a room being like like acting like the hotel's on fire and like they message at me and I'm like having to forward it to management, like forward right. it to the front desk. Like it was a lot. Um, Which again, it's not like we're complaining that it's a hard job. It's just a lot of time. It's always and on. I think when people are like, some people that I've sent my rates to have kind of, I could tell they've kind of just been like a little shocked at like the rate. And I'm like, this is, I'm, you're paying for my time, my knowledge, my, mm -hmm. what I've created, what I'm creating. In the ever changing like plane of social media, oh like, it's gosh. always changing and shifting. Always. And just like threads came out and we talked about it, but like, did it die? I don't know because I can't tell you. I think I got on threads like three days ago. I haven't looked at my I mean, They had over 100 million people sign up in the first week. I'm sure there's still a lot of people on it. It's still very active. I'm not very active on it. No, but it is funny to see like everybody was like, oh, it's our thread strategy. What's our thread strategy? And now there I wasn't like one. There half isn't the one. people, yeah, are like gone. Like yeah. they don't even care anymore. Yeah. I don't love it as much because it's like I don't get to be as creative on there. Like, I don't what have, I love like, on Instagram is you can be creative with your reels and stuff. Like I'm starting to even – I love TikTok. I love watching TikTok. Mm -hmm. I am not in love with making TikToks like other people. Like one of my friends, she has almost 16,000 followers on TikTok, but she loves she loves the interface of TikTok and she loves the editing and she loves posting. I'm and not going to lie. I don't know how to make a video on TikTok. It's so hard for me. Why? Is that because we're like Instagram people? I think it's because we I were the cusp to, of Instagram. Yeah. And she I have to make a reel or make it like CapCut and upload it to TikTok. Like I yes. do not know how to edit. And for her, she, the world of Instagram, she's like, I don't know how you post on Instagram all the time. I hate it. Yeah. I don't understand it. And I'm like, how do you do it on Instagram? I could post anything on Instagram right now in my sleep. Like Same. Yeah. It's like second nature for me. Like that reel I made at Foster's birthday party. And that wasn't even a complicated one, but it probably took me like maybe four minutes to like throw it together like yeah. so simple and like some of them can be simple and some of these are where i have to like pull the audio off of someone's voice and th throw it onto another like another video clip yeah. and like this and that some of those take time yeah oh like, there was yeah, one yeah, the yeah. other day that i edited for a client i don't even think she realizes this but i just posted it today but that took like a good hour and a half to make it it doesn't seem like it yeah but like I had to go on my computer and pull the audio and move it around and do this and do that and change the lighting and edit this and that kind of stuff, which is fun for me. And this is why I do it. But it's still just like, y'all don't know the time that goes no, into I know. this. I really don't want anyone to think we're complaining. No, God, no. This is not – I'm grateful and I am honored that I get to do what I do and it has taken me – it's allowed me to do cool things. It's given me a platform to be myself yeah. and to hopefully encourage other people I'm in sure ways. I'm sure you absolutely encourage But it's like I – just like any job, you get burnt out. Yes. Just like any career, you get burnt out. You get to a point where you're just like, I need to pull away from it, even if it is just a few days, yep. or a few weeks, and fall in love with it. I mean, there was a time last year, I think it was, where I fully, like, I, content creating for me just felt like a chore, and I was just like, I don't want to do this. Oh, that was me this summer. Anymore. Like, I, I literally could not do it. I, actually, before, like, we discussed this, what we are going to talk about on the episode today, I was telling you, like, I've kind of had, like, a sad girl summer, and, like, I feel like I'm emerging out of it and, like, ex feel refreshed. Like, I needed that time mm -hmm. away. You need and to miss it. 
Yeah. But also, I think when I hit that point last year, it was, it was either last year or two years ago, it was because I was making content for so many other clients and yeah. then getting thinking about having to make content for myself yeah. was just like, God, I have exuded every ounce of energy yeah. I've had and to create content for yep. someone else and I can't even think of what to do. So then I kind of pulled away. I had taken on too much work at once. So I pulled back and was like, mm -hmm. okay, stop being so fucking eager. Humble yourself for a second yeah, and get back to making content because you love it. Yeah. And then I started focusing on my own personal content, getting back to making, falling in love with it. And then I limited myself and I was like, you can only take on X amount of clients at once because then past that it becomes it's overwhelming and yeah. then your love for it falls out. Um, I think if you're listening to this and you are like new to this or you want to start doing it, the most important thing is to find what you love and share like that because yes. if not like take it from us you will get burnt out there will be no way to keep up with it like mm -hmm. if it's not something you're passionate also, so about. many people i feel like try to go viral and they'll do anything fun or stupid or crazy or silly yeah. or they'll paint their face and do this which is fine but it's like you gotta realize once you go viral for whatever you go viral for that is what you're known for yeah and so like if you go so viral you for like yeah you can't like jump to like recipes if you went viral no. for like funny if you weren't viral for shoes, you're all of a sudden now you are a shoe. Yeah. That is, you're a shoe influencer. If you weren't viral for food, you start posting food. about styling and yeah. wardrobing. People are be like, I didn't come here for that. I They'll came here for the food. And I also, it takes time. Like, as I said, I've been doing this for 10 years and like, it has never been my full-time focus. I'm sure I, sure I could have grown more if I was like focused on it all the time. But just making the connections, I feel like is the most important yeah. thing. I'm grateful. I mean, it really has introduced me to so many amazing people. That's in this how we town. met. I mean, yeah, literally, that's how we, we met. We wouldn't have this podcast. Yeah, exactly. It. And I'm excited to like take it with me to Austin. I know. And I mean, I've already followed several influencers there, and I've been like, they probably think I'm annoying because I've been like blowing up their DMs and their comments and trying to be like, I'm coming, like, be friends with me, like, leave yeah. space for me. Um, but I'm excited to see where my influencer. I feel life like there's takes me in a Austin. bigger influencer community there too. For Which you to is scary, apart. though. I think you'll be because you'll we have an influencer community in Chattanooga, but it's like we have some people that have over a hundred thousand followers, so they really only work with like national brands, and then we have some influencers that are under mm -hmm. like ten thousand that work with local brands. So we have a lot, a little bit of everything, but it's like something seems so scary about going to Austin, and there being so many like well-known influencers that are in the millions True. when it comes to like Instagram and TikTok that have a massive following. Because I'm like, I compare myself to that. I'm like, I can't create what you create. No, but I think as long as you stay true to yourself, oh, you're going to shine. Which I always will. Always yes. be authentic. I'll yes. always tell people the, the the good and the bad. I mean, yeah. you know me. I've posted myself crying. I've posted like anxious days. I'm just like, you, you get to see the real me, baby. Yeah. I feel like that's what we both do. We both post the good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm -hmm. Like We're not afraid to post that. Well, I think we should do... I think we just dumped a lot of information on people. So if you have any questions, reach out to us. And we'll yes. definitely make a post when this episode drops on our Girl and Gay podcast page. Yes. So that way, any questions you have, anything like that, interact with us there. Interact with our personal pages. We can do like a whole questions. Q and A episode too if yes, we need to, if we, we want to answer a bunch of questions. We need to. Well, thank you all so much for listening, and then tune in for fall um, next week. It's finally here. Fall. I mean, August is my fall, so yeah. Oh, I was like, fall? It's still summer, <laughs> No, Riley. but I've just been waiting for our July to end, and sure. next episode will be guess August. What? And that's my birthday month, so get <gasps> ready to be because all I'm going to talk about is my motherfucking birthday. I didn't even talk about Foster's birthday today. <gasps> Looks like we have to have another episode. Well, you can look at my Instagram, too, and see my reel I made. Oh, my gosh. It looked like a fun time. It was fun.
Oh, little Spider-Man was there, so the boys are happy. Yes. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning Bye. in, and we'll Thank see y'all next week. Bye. Bye.